get ready. It's time for the Idaho Podcast with your host, Danny Ventura. Welcome back to the Idaho Podcast, where we feature the people that live, work, and play in Idaho. So happy to have you with us today. Today, our featured guest is Greg Garamez, who is the owner of Vita Supreme. And Greg, thanks for being with us today. Well, Dan, thanks for having me here. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. And uh, Greg has a list of many accomplishments. And rather than me try to memorize them and, and, and flub it up, I'd rather read it for you. So if you'd bear with me, I'd like to share a little bit about Greg and, and um, his background. Greg founded Vita Supreme, a values-based company dedicated to creating the highest quality natural and organic supplements over 20 years ago. He is a health and nutrition expert specializing in optimizing the performance of men and women over the age of 45. He is passionate about helping individuals achieve peak performance through personalized nutrition plans and lifestyle interventions. As a professional business, relationship, wellness, and peak performance coach, Greg has worked with professional athletes, executives, and high-performing individuals to help them achieve their goals. He understands the importance of proper nutrition and lifestyle factors in enhancing performance, and he is committed to helping clients achieve their full potential. In addition to working with clients one-on-one, Greg is also a speaker and a writer on the topics of health, nutrition, diet, and business. He does have out an ebook entitled Transform Your Business Today that is available on his website that we'll talk more about a little later in the broadcast. So again, thanks for being with us, Greg. And why don't we just start off by having you share a little bit about yourself with the listeners uh, that we didn't already share. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Um, well, I'm 56 years old. Um, I now live in Idaho. I have four children. I have three grandkids. And uh, I, I love health and fitness and I love all things business. I, I love going to the movies, going out to eat, good, good quality food that is, right? I just love having fun. That's awesome. And you're an avid soccer player. Yes, I love play. I play soccer twice a week. I love oh. it. <laughs> you you now live in Idaho. Uh, I think you've been here for about a year. Yes. What what brought you to Idaho? Well, I um, <clears throat> I, I lived in California since 1975, and uh, the, the conditions in California just got to the point where there's so much crime and and crimes allowed. Basically, we had a situation in our neighborhood where we had a guy um, rob two houses and steal two cars all in the same day, and was let out at the end of the day. And, you know, and, and there's homeless everywhere. It's just, it became unsafe. The, the, the taxes are extremely high in California. Uh, California's a beautiful state. I mean, my God, driving up and down the coast is amazing. I love, I love Laguna Beach. I love oh, so many areas of California, but in the weather, you can't beat the weather, especially like in San Diego. Oh my God. Perfect. <laughs> but uh, that being said, it just got to the point where it was a little too dangerous to live there, I felt. And too expensive and, and it has poor leadership, in my opinion. So I wanted to live somewhere where uh, where there are patriots, that people that love this country, people that have family values, people that that uh, cherish friendships and relationships. And you know, when we first got here um, uh, almost a year ago, Claudine and I were looking out our window and we saw this guy out there snow plowing the entire block sidewalk for everybody. And he went and did people's driveways too. 
didn't ask, didn't even ask for any thanks or anything. He just did it because he had the machine and he felt it's the right thing to do. And Claudine just started to cry. Tears started coming down her eyes after watching that. And I got a little choked up too, because we, that's not something we'd experience in California. Not that it doesn't exist, but we hadn't experienced it. And it seems like everything in Idaho is that way. Every time you drive past someone on the street, they're, they're putting their hand up. Every time you walk down the street, you can't just walk to your mailbox and back. And back. You got to take a little bit of time because you're going to have a conversation with someone, right? And I just love that about this place. And crime is extremely low, if any. Mm-hmm. I've never even seen graffiti, you know, which was rampant in California. And so the minute I got off the airplane here, became home instantly. I I agree. And you're right. California is a beautiful state. And as I've shared with the listeners before, uh, Kathy and I, my wife, uh, we we were both born and raised in California. And we moved here about a year ago as well. And there's just a, it's Idaho is beautiful too. It's just a different kind of beauty. Um, But I will say the things you mentioned, and especially the the people and the authenticity of the people here uh, and the genuine care and friendliness of the people. Is really incredible, and and then I I I know um, the Four Seasons is a big draw for a lot of people. The the true Four Seasons. Oh my God, Dan! When I saw fall for the first time, and the reds and yellows and greens, the trees were just it looked looks like a picture, right? It looks like it's it's like God's country for sure. <laughs> I agree, absolutely. I agree. Um, well, again, being the owner of Vita Supreme for over 20 years, and it's a vitamin and supplement company, and uh, things that you you produce are all um, uh, your own formulas. And uh, I know you know a lot about that. But in 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 particular, health and fitness. Um, how how has health and fitness really driven your passion? Well, it started a long time ago. In fact, um, I was born in uh, in Port Huron, Michigan, just outside of Detroit. But I was born uh, premature back in 1967, and I was born at three pounds. And it was, I was in an incubator for 10 or 12 weeks. And the doctor finally put me in a shoebox, handed me to my parents, and said, he's going to die. Just take him home to die. And so they figured it'd be nicer to die at home than in the hospital. So they did that, and I ended up uh, living and surviving and thriving. Um, I had some you know, earaches and certain lung challenges when I was younger. And so I've always been a little frail from that standpoint, but it really started when I was in my twenties, I was tired. I was lethargic. I, you know, I didn't want to get out of bed. I wanted to sleep in and it just, I was yawning all day. So I went to the doctor, went to a couple of doctors actually. And, and the doctor did ran blood tests and all kinds of stuff. He said, he came, you know what he said? He said, you need to drink more coffee. He said, just drink coffee in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, whenever you feel tired, just drink more coffee. And I thought to myself, this makes no sense whatsoever. Right. So I went back and I started studying and learning, reading books. And I came across, across a book called The Miracle of Fasting and, uh, by Paul Bragg. And I went on, and I went on a 10-day water fast. So I just had water with a little squeeze of lemon in it, nothing else. And everybody thought I was crazy, but I did it. And by about day four, I, I had more energy I knew what to do with Dan. I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. After 10 days of no food, you felt more energy. I felt more energy after day four. Incredible. So when I got to day 10, I felt even better. I was afraid to eat. I thought, oh, if I eat something, maybe I'm not going to feel this way. So I was afraid to eat. But I learned in the book that, you know, if I eat healthy foods, I'm not going to have that effect. And, you know, I just do a cleanse every now and then. But 
that started me on the path of studying and learning and questioning maybe what sometimes the doctor says to you in that case in particular. And um, I, I felt great. Then the second event happened where my mom and dad died both in their early 40s of terminal diseases. Mm, I'm sorry to hear that. And th that led to me raising my brother for three years. And then he moved out of my house and he put a shotgun in his mouth because mm. he missed his parents. Oh my God. So it had such a, um, a snowball effect losing my parents in a lot of ways. But they didn't have to die. I mean, the, the, I mean, I believe with nutrition and health and diet and the understanding that we have today, if we had it back then in the, in the early eighties that, you know, my parents would be here with me today. So it became a major passion after that. And I decided I didn't want to lose anybody in my family ever to something that could be taken care of by lifestyle and diet and supplementation and nutrition and other things. And so it just became a passion to this day. I'm, I'm, I'm up late at night, sometimes at two in the morning, learning about some new health thing that came out that may be able to help people. And so I, I just, I love it. It's a passion. Yeah. And it, and it, it exudes out of you. And it's something I had noticed about you the very moment I met you a few months ago. And, and it's, it's something that I, uh, and I, you can, you can feel the passion that you have for it. And I, I love when you can feel somebody's passion about, about something. And in your case, being health and fitness, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, you mentioned some tragedy that I, you never shared with me before. And that, uh, that's, that's some pretty hard tragedies you've had to go through. And, uh, I too have had some tragedy in my life and, you know, people, people deal with tragedy in different ways, but we can either allow tragedy to define us or we can allow tragedy to, de to refine us. And it sounds to me very much like you allowed it to refine you yeah. and um, you, you continued to live your life because you knew you had to go forward and you're going forward in the best way you know how. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's so cool. So um, what inspired your mission um, with your company Vita Supreme? What has uh, inspired your, your company mission of nurturing health in your prime years? Uh, obviously, you know, you're, you've shared your passion about health yeah. and fitness, but nurturing your health in your prime years. So what, what inspired that mission for your company? Well, I'm in my prime years. So, uh, you know, either call it midlife, call it prime years, call it the second half can be better than the first half. You know, I really believe that. And I, I feel that way. I still play soccer at a high level. I play with 30 year olds and, you know, people that are a lot younger than me at times, and I can still play the game with them and stay in there with them. And I work out with guys that are a lot younger than me. And, and so as long, if I'm able to do that, I do it. You know, I'm not as fast as I used to be, obviously. And there's some components that, you know, you miss out on, but it doesn't have to end. You know, I, I know so many people that just stop working out or stop doing sport or stop, you know, enjoying their life because they think they're too old because they've been told they're too old. Or maybe society has told them they're told, but it doesn't have to be that way. <clears throat> In addition to that, you know, I don't know about you, but I've woken up with a sore back. <laughs> I've, my knees were sore climbing a set of stairs. I know guys that bend over to pick up a pencil and throw their back out because they're not taking care of themselves, you know? So I wanted to focus on my group of people that I knew and understand more than anything. You know, a lot of companies, they want to sell to everybody and anybody who are willing to buy, but I want to take care of our age group. Uh, we have different needs. We, we need stronger anti-inflammatories because you know, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't know of any disease or any ailment that doesn't include inflammation. So if we can reduce inflammation and I put certain ingredients at stronger levels in our products that will have a greater effect on uh, our population 
you know, 45, 50 and older. And so um, that's kind of how that started. It, it started for me. You know, I wanted to stop having a backache and a knee pain and all this other stuff. And as I studied and researched and decided to change the formulas to the point where it supports people in their middle age and their prime years, and I did that. And people have been getting a lot of great success from it. Mm, for sure. Well, one of the things I was so impressed uh, with you about uh, a few months back when I, when I met you, and it's... Uh, just your your knowledge base and um, expertise, honestly, it, with vitamin and supplement, the kind of the organic and um, approach that, that that you take to it. I know I shared with you uh, right at the right before Thanksgiving, I, I got this horrible cough, and uh, I was using over the counter uh, cough syrups and uh, took it for weeks. And honestly, it would just um, cause the cough to be suppressed for maybe an hour, but the cough was there and it was still deep and, and harsh and uh, it just wasn't going away. And, I, and no matter how frequently I took it. And then you were telling me about this supplement uh, that we, I ended up buying. It, it's not even something your company offers, um, but you cared enough to say, no, you got to get this product. And I had, I had taken it and took it every day, as you told me, and my cough got better uh, not overnight. It wasn't like a, you know, a, a magical uh, thing, but it, but it certainly progressed uh, or much quicker than it was, than it was progressing with taking the, uh, the cough syrups and, uh, and, and better for me. Right. Yeah, and, and better. honestly, I felt better also because you had mentioned that it helps your lung, your lungs uh, capacity and so forth. And I, I actually felt that. And so I thought, wow, this guy really knows what he's talking about. Your, your breadth of knowledge on the, on the topic is, is um, so impressive that you even shared a product that you, your company doesn't even carry. Well, you know, I, I believe in a philosophy of helping you, not selling to you. I kind of take the miracle on 34th street Love that model, model. Yeah. where Chris Kringle was sending people away from Macy's to go buy a toy that maybe Macy's didn't have, maybe send to the competitor gimbals. Right. And, and, and it was just the right thing to do, mm -hmm. you know? And so I want to, I want to help people not not force them into my particular products. And maybe that's a product I'll make at some point, but you know, it's a, uh, it's, it's important to help people get better. And I love the, I love you telling me that story. I love hearing how something that a uh, little tiny bit of advice that I gave you helped you. And it, and it, it, did. it makes, it touches my heart. <laughs> that's great. Well, I, well, I appreciate it because that's something I would have never uh, done otherwise. So, um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm really big on, on people's why. So, so why, why do we get up out of bed? What motivates us? But Simon Sinek has a book out. It, it's been out for a few years, but it's a great book that I always recommend to business leaders and honestly anyone, because it's applicable to just life in general. Uh, but it's called Start With Why. And uh, I love the book and I, I absolutely subscribe to, to, the, to the philosophy of it. And so keeping in that mindset, would you say that that mission of, of helping um, folks, uh, it, it, you know, that, that, uh, nurturing health in your prime years, would you say that that, uh, is your why? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I love, I love helping people in any way I can, you know, but nutrition is, a, is kind of that, my favorite part of it mm -hmm. is helping people because it's simple. If you start eating well and you start taking certain supplementation, cause we just can't get the same amount of nutrients out of our food. So we need to supplement to some degree, mm -hmm. some people more than others. It depends on your diet and your lifestyle and everything else, but it, it's a need. And so when, when I can see offering a little tiny bit of advice or giving somebody a certain supplement and all of a sudden their life changes, they feel better. They light up kind of like you did telling me about that uh, story. When I, I, I recommended that product to you before, mm -hmm. I said, that's what drives me. That, get, that feeling of, 
helping someone and contributing to their life to help them grow. That's, that's awesome. Um, I know your product uh, is, is uh, widely available through your website on vitasupreme.com. And, and um, tell me a little bit about some of the products you offer there and, and uh, why you feel they're so important to offer. Well, we started our company with a product called Supreme Greens. And it's an organic uh, blend of vegetables, grasses, and uh, different juices and uh, antioxidants and all that good stuff. And 100% organic. And it's just been our flagship product. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, but most people don't get enough vegetables. The FDA recommends five to seven servings of vegetables. That's a lot of vegetables to eat. If French to- fries are a vegetable, I'm, I'm, I've got it covered. <laughs> I don't think that one counts. I don't think that one counts. But yeah, I, that's what most people say. Well, I'm getting plenty of French fries. <laughs> but most people don't get it. So taking a green supplement is um, essential for a lot of people because otherwise they're just not getting the nutrients they need because most people can't afford, uh, when I say afford, not, I don't mean financially, but to eat five to seven servings a day of vegetables, it's hard to do. Sure, that's a lot. So we created that supplement. We have a protein that's an all natural protein, uh, grass fed from you know uh, cows, at, uh, cows at a farm in Wisconsin. So we, we cut out the middleman. We go straight to the source and get the best quality ingredients we can find. And we have a whole range. We have stuff for pain, for uh, sleep, for uh, certain men's formulas and female formulas. And, and we have a whole range. We have about 25 products. Hmm, We're constantly growing it. And, and when new ingre- research comes out on new ingredients, we'll, I'll reformulate and add ingredients that I feel are going to even better the product. That's great. So, and I also know because you are so passionate about helping people, uh, you make yourself available for free uh, consultation about that when they're looking at products like that. Yeah. And, um, and so they can reach you on your website, I believe, right at at um, at Greg at vitasupreme.com. Yes. And and you're, if people have questions of what you think I should be using for this or, or for the other thing, and, and I know you're real good about that and you're able to share your advice, your expertise, and, and also your personal experiences with that. And not too many uh, organizations or companies do that. I think that's terrific that you, it, it comes through your passion. Oh, thank you, dear. Uh, you had shared with me, you spent a number of years working with Tony Robbins, uh, the, the motivational leader, Tony Robbins, and uh, world-renowned. And um, I think you started out as a, a, a motivational coach, and then you also started working uh, with his uh, program called Platinum uh, Platinum uh, Partnership that was ex- experientially uh, more about helping uh, organizations, uh, uh, communities, people, um, and you spent some time there. And then ultimately, you finished your career with uh, Tony Robbins as actually a, a member of his security team. Um, I'd love to hear more about each one of those roles, kind of high level, but, and I'd love, I'm sure the audience is interested too. Yeah. Well, it actually started in 1989 when I was on vacation in Hawaii with my girlfriend. We, we, one night we we had a fight cause I wanted to go somewhere and she didn't. And uh, so I got upset and I went out to the bar and had a few drinks and I came back and I was flipping through the TV and I saw an infomercial with Tony Robbins on it. And I just remember him saying, if, if your life isn't what you want it to be, try something else. And if that doesn't work, try something else. So, I drunk dialed and I ordered the cassettes at the time. It's, it's, you can tell how, long, how old I am and how long ago this is, <laughs> right? It changed my life. And, and, and prior to that, when I was going home from Hawaii, I was in line at the airport and guess who was in front of me? Tony Robbins. He didn't have his jet and all his uh, stuff then. You know, he was just getting started out in life. 
And so I, sh I shook his hand. I said, I just bought your, your cassettes. He said, oh, man, listen to them all. They're really good. You're going to love it. It'll change your life. Went home and I did that. I told you about my mom and my dad and my brother and what I went through. It was listening to Tony Robbins that got me through that. That kind of helped me get out the other end and refine myself instead of define myself from that event. And so uh, from there, I went to work for Tony as a coach, as a life coach. So people come out of his seminars, if they couldn't afford his fee to, to work with him, there were so many people too. So they would work with me and some of the other people. And we were part of his very first coaching class that he trained. And I did that for about four or five years, but then I started my business and my business was growing to the point where I, I didn't have enough time to do that anymore. It was uh, a, a bigger financial opportunity for me to run the business. So I did that for, for a handful of years. And, and then I started going to his seminars and just getting tune-ups and things of that nature. And he had a program called Platinum Partnership, where at the time there was 40 of us that would get together and travel anywhere around the world, like to Dubai or to Israel or Alaska, or New Orleans, just different places. And, and we'd spend five days together and Tony would give lessons. He, he would be teaching, you know, life skills, business skills, whatever the topic may be in that period of time, but we'd take at least one day out. And when we were in New Orleans, we helped build a house. It was right after those New Orleans floods. Mm -hmm. And, and in Dubai, we did some charity there as well. And we got to spend time with the shake and Dubai was amazing. He took us there during the financial crisis of 2009 to show that not the whole world is experiencing that Dubai had four. When I came from the airport to the hotel, there were 40 cranes building high rises. And so when we got to speak with the shake over there, he said that, they, they anticipate running out of oil at some point. So they're trying to become the Las Vegas of uh, the Middle East. <laughs> and it was just a great place. In fact, uh, we, we, I get to go on a black diamond ski resort when it was 112 degrees out. It was an indoor ski resort. And then an hour later, we were uh, sand duning on uh, sandboards and down hills and riding camels. And it was just an amazing experience. And it kind of showed what's available out there, even while there's a, a downturn in the market. An indoor uh, ski resort. Yeah, that, a black diamond. A black diamond. So it would blow snow in there and keep the temperatures cold? Is that, that yep. was, so it wasn't synthetic. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But just a unique experience to be in that, that much heat. And all of a sudden we're snow skiing, wearing snow stuff. Right. That was great. Yeah. And then you uh, finished your career there. Uh, yeah. So I did, I did that. That was just, um, a group uh, that, you know, we would join if you, if you were able to. And then I did that for about three years <clears throat> and then I figured, okay, that I, I need to move on to other things. And I get a phone call at some point and, uh, Tony Robbins was looking for help on a security team, but he wanted to, he wanted people that he knew. And he knew me from the platinum partnership and from the coaching and, and some of the other stuff. So he you know, he's a celebrity. And so right. confidentiality is important. And so I did that for about seven years. It was just a part-time thing though. I just, it was more of a, it was more of my way of giving back to him for all that he's given me, whether he knows it or not. You know, he was kind of a mentor to me, you know, through his books and tapes and seminars. And then he was clearly a mentor to me in the Platinum Partnership. Mm -hmm. So, and, and during that, that time with Tony Robbins, you were in your thirties and early forties. Is that correct? Yeah, I was in my thirties when I did the coaching. I was probably in my forties when I was on the platinum partnership and then my mid forties to early fifties when I was doing the uh, security bodyguard work. 
Mm-hmm. So it was a, n- a number of years. And, and yeah. again, concurrently during some of that time, obviously you had your business running. Yes. That's, that's quite a plateful. Yes. <laughs> so with your tragedies, then your life and, and the, the fact that you spent, you know, so many years helping others, uh, through the Tony Robbins program and so forth. Um, how, how do you, how did that shape your life? I mean, it, it had to be super impactful. Oh my God. Yes. Um, the thing that probably shaped my life most around spending time around Tony was um, that he's just a genuine person. What you see on stage or on TV is exactly the way he is in the limo or behind the scenes. He's that person. And he's just a kind, loving, caring person. And it's, it's clear that his only mission in life is helping people. And, you know, I'm attracted to that because I, I want to help people as well. And I learned so much from him. Hmm. So much. You mentioned you've learned so much. What do you think you're, and again, it could be difficult to narrow this to one thing, but what is either the one or two or three greatest impacts that you've carried with you through the experience with Tony Robbins? I think it's just to be who you are, you know, be genuine all the time. Um, I just saw the kindness and the caring and how you can become successful and still keep your value system in place. Mm. You know, you don't need to be somebody different to when, you, when you're selling something or you're on stage or whatever, you can just be who you are. Be in, in fact, that always, it's always better. People are attracted to genuineness. We don't always believe that, but it's, it's a fact. Well, look at, you can just take our example of moving to Idaho and the, we mentioned the authenticity and the genuineness of the people of Idaho. Yeah. That, that was one of the you know, compelling reasons that drew us here. Yes. Um, and so to your point, I, yeah. I completely agree with that. That's, that's fantastic. So, you know, you are a, a man of many talents, you fitness, health, soccer, uh, business, not only a business owner, but now a business consultant that we'll talk about in a minute, uh, but a family man. How is it that, because from my perspective in, in viewing you and watching you and getting to know you, uh, you certainly have, seem to have a real good handle on work-life balance. So, what, what, what is your secret or what are your secrets uh, of maintaining that work-life balance? Well, I don't know if I have work-life balance, but I try to. Okay. We, we strive for it, right? Um, you know, I, I, I have days that I work 15-hour days, and I don't know that that's great balance. But what I'll do is I'll, you know, I might work do that once or twice, but then I'll take half a day off the next day or something and spend time with family. And um, the way that I keep balance is I focus on it. I make it important. I make, I make my relationship with Claudine important. I make my relationship with my kids important. So I make sure I spend time with them and quality time. I, I, I make my business important, spend time with my business. I make my spirituality important. So I spend time with God. And, you know, if you focus on it and you write goals in each of those areas, most people don't, maybe they write their health goal down or their financial goal, but most people don't have a relationship goal. Hmm. Most people don't have a spiritual goal. So by writing goals and putting it on paper and deciding what I want from them, instead of waiting for it just to happen to me, you know, relationships in order to have a great one takes work. You got to put time and effort into it. It just doesn't happen. So, um, you know, and if you do all the things that helped you fall in love with that person in the beginning, if you never stop doing them, you never fall out of love. That's true. You know, so I focus on those areas and try to try to create a balance. It doesn't always happen, but I, <laughs> I try. Well, yeah. and, and to that end, you uh, reestablished a relationship with your high school sweetheart that yeah. you, you kind of went your separate ways midlife and now you've come back together. And why don't you share a little bit about that? 
Well, Claudine and I met and dated in high school when we were 16. So we dated for a couple of years. And after high school, we ended up going our separate ways, but we remained friends over the years. And I got married, she got married, and then her husband unfortunately passed um, a handful of years ago. And um, and she actually called me up looking for a little bit of coaching. (laughs) So um, we ended up uh, getting closer and become friends. And around the same time, my wife and I had just decided that we would be friends. And we're still very good friends to this day. In fact, I moved out here in January. She moved out here and all, all four of my kids moved out here in April. With your ex-wife? Yes. <laughs> so we're all very close. Uh, my kids and, and Suzanne come over for dinner on Sundays. And, you know, it's just a, it's just a nice way to go about it. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And I think there's something to that, too. You, and you, you keep talking about relationships. And for the example, for example, the relationship I have with, with my wife, when I mean, we met each other in junior high school. And, and now we weren't high school sweethearts. We were just best friends. We never we didn't want to mess it up. So we didn't get married till um, out of high school. But we've this year we're celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary. And she's the love of my life and my best friend. And I think that the to have that best friend foundation uh, some people don't want to mess it up. And I understand that. But yeah. by the same token, you're doing life together. Yes. So why not do it with somebody who who loves you unconditionally and accepts you for who you are and you don't have to be somebody different around them? Yeah. 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 Well, it's the same with Claudine and I. We, you know, we've been together now for a couple of years and it's just, it's been amazing. Hmm. We're just like, it almost feels like we picked up where we left off and you know, 30 years ago or whatever it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and how unusual and also, also great that you still have maintain a fantastic relationship with your ex-wife and you guys all get along and the three of you get along and the kids, uh, but that's uh, I- ideal. Yes. So that's so terrific. Well, and it's because everybody involved are, are, are in my opinion, very amazing people. Yeah. So with work-life balance that we talk about, and I appreciate you sharing how, how you attempt to maintain that, but what would be your, your tips uh, to, to our listeners to, to help them? Uh, we, look, we, I think most of us are looking for work-life balance. And, and uh, I think there are two components to achieving work-life balance. And uh, one is opportunity and one is discipline. Sometimes we don't have the opportunity because maybe a work situation or a commitment scenario requires us to put in more hours than we'd like to, um, whether it's, you know, more than eight hours a day at work, whether it's, you know, 12, 15, 16 hours, and then we can't get out of that because that's the expectation that has been set uh, for our job. Um, But then it also requires discipline to understand that if you do have an opportunity and you, you know, maybe you put in eight hours one day, maybe 10 hours the next, but then you realize you have to give back to the other, other, uh, components of your life because we have work, we have personal, we have family. And like you said, life, uh, uh, fitness and health, we have to also take care of ourselves because if we're not well and we're not healthy, how can everything in our life be healthy? Yeah. Um, but so what would be your greatest tips to our listeners to, to, to develop and maintain a, a healthy work-life balance? Well, I'd start by saying discipline equals freedom. If, if, if you have a certain discipline in your life, it allows you to have the freedoms that you want. So, you know, I'm very disciplined about writing my goals every, every, every year and adjusting them and looking at them every week. And, uh, you know, so I have my goals around the relationship I have, uh, with Claudine. I have my goals around the relationship with my kids, each one of them separate. Um, I have goals around my friendships. I have goals around my spirituality. I have goals around my business and my finance and my health and in order to have that balance, you have to focus on all of them. So you have to give them that attention. And I find for me, at least writing down the goals on paper and being able to look at them and view them and make adjustments to them throughout the year 
it gives me that ability to have that life balance. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a good tip. And, and I do like the idea because it has to be visual and, and uh, I, I like using, uh, you know, keeping a scoreboard. I think that's, yeah. that's uh, super, uh, super important to keep a scoreboard and know how you're doing in each component. And like you said, you, you know, while one might seem more important, but you do have to balance your time and resources to, so that they're all equally, uh, equally important. Yes. So, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. A hundred percent. Um, you recently started a new venture of uh, being a business and uh, coach and consultant, and, uh, which seems to me very natural for, for your experiences and the things you've done in your life. Um, but what led you to, to start doing that? Well, um, my, my vitamin business it doesn't take a lot of my time. After 20 years of running it and putting automated systems in place and all that good stuff, it kind of runs itself for the most part. I mean, I have to be involved, obviously, otherwise it'll fall apart. And we want to continue to grow it. But um, at the same time, I, I was looking for something else to do. And I've, I've been a coach basically my whole life. I've had a lot of experience in different businesses that I've owned and that I've worked in and things of that nature. And I just felt like with the economy the way it is today and uh, you know, prices, gas prices going through the roof and groceries going through the roof and small businesses, small to medium businesses are struggling to some degree. Their cost of goods are more expensive. Their their operations are more expensive. Everything about them so um, is becoming more expensive due to the fact that we have a more expensive economy. And so I want to be able to help them, especially in my community. I mean, I, I work with people outside of my community as well, but I want to help the people in my community. I want to help small business owners be able to grow, be able to take their family on vacations, be able to you know, increase their lifestyle, increase their kids' lifestyle, and be able to have that dream business that they, you know, they got in business for. And so that's my passion around it. I want to be able to help them. Mm -hmm. Which is, which is noble. And I, and I love that, but I, I also know you, you, you don't do it necessarily pro bono. Uh, and I'm going to put you on the spot, but how, how, uh, for example, someone who may be interested, a business owner out there who may be interested in talking to you or consulting or having you coach, um, how affordable is it? It's affordable. It's on, it depends on the size of the business, obviously it's, um, but our, our, our goal is to, help someone double the revenue in a period of time. And at a very minimum, my goal is to help them to cover my coaching fees in the first one to two months. So I'll help them find a strategy that will make sure to cover my coaching fees. So they're not stressed out about that side of it. And sometimes when people are, 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 are struggling a little bit, I'll, I'll do a, I'll work on a percentage basis where I might take a small fee, but at the same time I'm working on their growth. Uh, problem is with doing, Pro bono, I'm sure you know, is when you're doing something for free, they're not going to do the work they need to do to get the value out of the coaching. Yep. And we've all experienced that. So we, we do charge, but I do guarantee that my coaching fees will be paid for in the course of our coaching. Otherwise, I'll just keep working with you until, until it's done for free. Wow. At that point. And, and so your objective is to 2x their top line revenue. Yes. That's incredible. Yes. And, and what time do you normally, in the first year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have you been pretty successful? Achieving that? Yes. So far. Okay. Yeah. That's because it's, it, you know, it, it's not about, it's about ROI. If, if you're bringing in $10 million a year and you're pocketing 200,000, that's a much greater risk than bringing in a million dollars a year and pocketing 250,000. Mm -hmm. So we got to factor in the ROI and it's all about compounding. It's all about making small incremental changes in certain areas of a business that most people are missing. And my website's called find100ktoday.com because my goal is to, in a 45-minute sit-down, I'm going to find $100,000 in your business 
that you didn't know existed hmm. by implementing a particular strategy or whatever. I, I wasn't aware of that website, so I'm going to have to check that out. But uh, that's I, check, I, there's a lot of great resources on there for people for free as well. Well, I read your ebook. Your ebook is is great, and I recommend folks to to get that. Uh, it's available find, on the website, or they can send me an email. That's Greg at find100ktoday.com. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure and send it out to them for free. It's a good ebook with a, a lot of great a great uh, suggestions and tips, and I, I think it's worthwhile read for sure. Uh, I, so we, we just shared a couple of emails, uh, and I know that uh, it's vitasupreme.com and then um, find100ktoday.com. Yes. Uh, how else can folks reach you? Uh, I know you, you also have a couple email addresses, but what's, which, which uh, email addresses should they contact you? Well, Greg at vitasupreme.com, Greg with one G on the end, okay. at vitasupreme.com, and Greg at well, it really has been great getting to know you and, and sharing your story with uh, our listeners. I appreciate you coming on today. Well, thanks for having me, Dan. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you very it's much. Great pleasure. Absolutely. It's always fun to spend time with you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, thanks again for joining us uh, today. And I look forward to saying make it a great day. Take care.